Hello, you're listening to the Talking Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a review on Arya the Animation. It's finally time for us to watch this one. It's been a long, 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 long time coming. It's been on that on that list for a while, hasn't it? We're from the TalkingSpirit.com website. You can go there for all of our anime, new and old. Great community in the form links at the top. Social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. But yes, this is uh, pretty much on the, the the pile of shame for quite some time. It's a uh, it's a show that I've watched quite a bit of, but it's one of those ones where I don't really know how far I got into it. So it's nice to finally have, uh, I guess, a reason to finally dive into it and finally complete it. Of course, I did back the Kickstarter that they did for the Blu-ray edition of Arya, the entire collection, and I've already received all of those. And <laughs> I had a, a moment the other day where uh, another box came in from Right Stuff, and I'm like... Oh, cool. And I open it up and I'm like, oh, Arya. I, wait, I, I thought I got them all already. <laughs> my box my box is already full. Why Why doesn't this fit in there? And Chris is like, no, that was to talk of spirit. So that's a review. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Now this, can, now this makes sense why I have an additional one. It has different box art than the one I got for Kickstarter. So everything suddenly becomes clear. <laughs> but yes, we did get a review copy from Right Stuff. And Nozobi Entertainment, who, of course, has a license for Aria, the animation, the Avenir, all that kind of stuff. And um, so it's, it's, it's one of those cool things because it's like I already have the entire collection because I, I backed into the like super box set of it. Still waiting for the art book, which I had to actually confirm that I did pay into that one. Uh, but it was one of those ones where like eventually we'll get to it. I have it now. Great. I have the definitive edition, basically the Blu-ray remastered, redubbed version of it. But it's nice to have like them going, hey, do a review of it. And it's like, okay, cool. Now we have a reason that this has to come first because we have to do a review on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was awesome they sent us a copy of it. We could check it out, tell you guys what we think of it. And uh, I guess the other thing is it kind of forces us to kind of hit them sequential rather than do the entire thing and then do like a big thing on all of it. Yeah. We can actually, you know, review the aspects of each season one by one, which I guess is another good thing. So, yes, so people don't know, they do have the Blu-rays are being available to those that did not back the Kickstarter. So you can go and buy them as they release them. Um, It is uh, this particular one is Aria the Animation. It ran for 13 episodes, originally premiered back in fall of 2005. So it's been, again, a long time coming. Uh, The studio is How Filmmaker and the source, of course, is a manga by uh Kozue Amano, who, of course, here recently did Amanchu as well. And, um, yeah, the genres are fantasy, sci-fi, shonen, and slice of life. And this one uh, takes place on the planet, which is Aqua. I believe somewhere they said that it was supposed to be Mars a long time ago. But this is in the 24th century, where they have suddenly have been able to figure out how to colonize planets other than Earth, and they have turned the Aqua planet. They basically, uh, it's a you know, man-made world they've created by, you know, inhabiting it and creating water and uh, habitat and atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we follow the girl named Akari, who Akari has recently moved to the planet of Aqua and to the particular location of Neo-Venezia. Neo-Venezia? <laughs> hope I'm saying that right. And uh, she starts working as a Undin, which are basically... Uh, these girls who will, you know, boat people around to different locations. Gondola. Gondola, yeah. And um, I guess show them the sights while also transporting them. So it's kind of a 
cool thing in this location because it's like mostly the entire area is covered in water. And um, so they kind of boat them around and show them the location. So, and they're currently at Neo Venezia, which is, of course, like this uh, high traffic point where a lot of people come to the planet. There's like a spaceport there. They also have like the atmosphere running company that's, that sits up there and works on the salamanders who work on the atmosphere and everything like that. So it's a really cool world they've kind of created. Uh, but she's working at the Arya company, which is currently only has one member there, which is Alicia and her cat, which each of these companies that have these uh, Undines will have a cat who has blue eyes that gives them luck. They claim it gives them luck. And there's his president, Arya. So, but yeah. Your thoughts on Arya, the animation? Very chill. <laughs> I, I I really love how chill the 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 show is. It's 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 calm, collected. Um, has a very um, very sweet disposition about pretty much all the interactions. Way too much fun. Um, very beautiful and atmospheric. I just love the way that this show just takes its time to just take in every sight that it has and to compound on this sites um the there's a lot of taking the time to understand the structures and and how the the gondolas move through each each and every every uh part of the town it's it's just well done i'm i was very impressed with it all the way through yeah, I think the the nice thing about it is it does come from a perspective of somebody who is just fresh into this new planet. And so you got to get an idea of how things run based in the fresh eyes of Ak- Akari, which Akari is, is technically, I think she was there for a year before the show starts. So she has spent some time there. Uh, she's gotten to the point where she can now become what they call a single. And the single is somebody who can, uh, they can't move customers alone for money, they still have to ride with one of the other. Um, I'm forgetting the the rank that which they become. Is it Undine a single and the Undine? Yeah, or they the singles do Undines. <laughs> no, I think the singles are Undines. I'm trying to get all my terminology correct here. And the Primas are the are the three the three head ones, right? And so they can they can. Of course, like I said, Akari is still one of these singles, so she still has to go with somebody with her. So it's kind of cool to get the idea that that kind of forces them to kind of meet each other. She meets uh, Aika, who's Aika, and uh, Alice, who's from another um, company, and learns like a little bit about those companies and how they run their structure. How some might be more strict, some might be less friendly, but they all have their charm, and which is the reason why these different companies are flourishing. Maybe they have a a particular key person in their team that does a really excellent job. Maybe this other company is just good because they're very professional. So it's cool to get a little different perspective of how each of these companies run basically the same ordeal they do. And of course, with the Aria company, it's kind of kind of suspect the idea that uh, Alicia, who is like very popular in this area, is a single person running in one company. <laughs> You'd think that they'd have more members, but I guess she's very picky about allowing people to join, and I maybe later on we'll learn why she allowed Akari into uh, the company. If she if it's her choice, I guess I don't know. Did, she, did they say necessarily that she runs it? No, the president really, runs it. Yeah, the president, <laughs> president already runs it. Of course, of course. 
Uh, but no, it's it. I think that's the fascinating thing about it because, like I said, you're learning it as she's kind of learning the the world. You're learning the locations with her as they're training other people. They they're all kind of expanding on the world through just kind of natural hap- happenings through the daily life of training to be uh, one of these undines and uh, hopefully eventually become a prima, whatever. So I like that aspect. Each episode is is very it's very episodic in the idea that every episode there is a new kind of theme to it. Uh, each of these themes can kind of exercise a different aspect of the world, or it's just kind of going on a particular theme about their feelings or maybe a struggle somebody's having. As they introduce each of the characters, they have their own issues. Early on, we had I, who is this girl uh, who came there to see what was so great about it because her sister came there for her honeymoon and would not shut up about it, and so she wanted to find out what the big deal was. She thought it was really boring. Uh, Alice, who, again, was one of the other company members, she just thinks every one of these uh, these members is, like, uh, just fake, that they smile with a fake smile, and she doesn't... So she doesn't really take it that seriously. She just thinks that everybody's really fake. Um, so it's really cool in that idea. You're kind of getting this... But I, I think you kind of hit the same point as I'm going to go with this. It's just, it's just charm. It's just relax. It is like literally the definition of a yashike. <laughs> like there's no other place to put it other than this is a an yashike. This is a relaxing show. This is a show that you just turn on after a stressful day and just relax. I don't. It's not really heavy drama. It's not heavy comedy. A lot of the comedy can kind of exercise the same routines that, you know, have, again, this charm to it, but it's never trying to push things a little too far. Maybe in the later seasons, we might get more heavier themes. We might get more heavier content to kind of deep into. I think probably the heaviest moment in this entire season was just the letter from the past. That was kind of one of those, yeah, that kind of sucks. (laughs) And we're kind of seeing a glimpse of something that kind of tragically happened and and there was this kind of message that was never sent. That's probably about as as deep as it or as heavy as it really does get. Um, other than that, it's just really kind of these charming girls that all kind of bump into each other, have some fun, explore the this environment, and it is kind of. I guess one of the things that I'm looking forward to most about the later seasons is that this writer does an incredible job of just creating a believable world. Is there was nothing about this world that seemed kind of far fetched. It really did kind of feel like there's technology just out of reach over here. <laughs> like this seems of like a very advanced uh, world. They've been able to basically colonize other planets that are inhabitable and create an, an atmosphere. So obviously there's like this incredible technology here. Even though you still have like Akari, who's at this little laptop, and she's emailing, <laughs> emailing I the entire time, and you're going, "Wow, this advanced technology!" And they're still using laptops to email people. <laughs> You'd think they'd be a little bit further than that, but it, of course, is an element of its time when this this manga was recreated. But I kind of have this slight desire that I kind of want more of the world, but at the same time, I know that I wouldn't be surprised if it kind of just stayed at this pace and never really kind of tried to get too complicated because again, the big starring the, 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 the formula that this writer does well is just enjoy life at this moment, be together, relax. And that's some kind of a theme that 
the main characters always end up kind of expressing. Of course, with Amanchu, it was more the support character was really kind of expressing it to the main character, whereas this one, it's the main character expressing to the support characters to just enjoy things. Smile, you know, relax, enjoy what you're kind of enjoying. So I did, I do appreciate that aspect of this series, so. Yeah, even the even the most quote-unquote unbelievable parts were really not that that much out of the bounds. I mean, yes, they were technically moved on lives and going into the past, but it was really more, it could have been just chalked up to imagination for all that it really matters. The information on that particular character for that thing on Miami has said that that was not a manga character. Oh, really? So Akiko. it was out. So it was an extra. I don't know if that entire scenario was fabricated in the anime, but they said that particular character was anime original. So that's that's kind of fascinating because it did feel sort of out of place. Yeah, <laughs> and it sort of felt like it was trying to hit on the same content that they were hitting on with uh, with Ami, the unsent letter. So I'm I'm kind of curious as to why they chose to do that. I mean, it wasn't a bad episode, but it was. Like, I kept joking to Chris, like, this girl's got to lay off the mushrooms because every time she goes around a corner, she finds something really crazy and, and supernatural, I guess. Case in being, the, the letter that was never sent was kind of like one of those, okay. I wonder if it was it was, it was, crazy it, was it was content that was kind of, they wanted to include from the letter, but they couldn't. And so they just made an entire ep- a second episode involved in it. Or just trying to, I guess... So that uh, so that Akari could experience tease that another as a sequel as the that the too title kind of <laughs> because leads. yeah because it does does do that yeah you're my avenue yeah okay that that was a little on the nose <laughs> no I I I think uh, I did like the episode with the where they had the level the water levels went up and they couldn't work and they kind of walking through the. The water, she's kind of just doing a little spoosh splash, spoosh splash as she's walking through the town and all these areas that were normally, of course, above water is now like just like, a, you know, six inches below water. And she's walking through there with with um, with the president and trying to get food for him and stuff like that. I thought it was really cool. Just the architectures architecture is really, really cool in, in the environment. So it kind of lends itself. The I, I, I guess my favorite episode was probably... Probably the 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 newlyweds where they were doing the training scenario. I, I kind of was a little shrug at it at first, but I thought it was a really cool episode where they they had this newlywed couple and the boy the guy was constantly trying to uh, did didn't like them and wanted to read about the the town through this little book and and uh, Akari is trying to push him to no just see it with your own eyes and then he thinks he kind of poo-poos them and so he she invites him to go to a training scenario with them and they have the whole, well, the water levels are higher. So you have to figure out where you need to go to get out of this area. It was kind of cool to both tell a story, but also kind of explain the changing atmosphere that they have to deal with where, you know, normally you can't go through this area because the water levels up. So you have to know how to get out of this area so that your customer's not stranded in a different location. So really cool. Like I said, I I really do want to see more of it. Want to see more of the world because it's just a very believable uh, kind of inviting environment to experience. I'd be torn between the letter and Athena's episode. I those those two were kind of my favorites. There's only one reason why Andrew didn't like the Athena. Well, episode. yeah, but <laughs> I was gonna get to that though. I the the 
joke that we had, of course, we had, you know, Logan and a bunch of members on the forums and community way back, while back, that were kind of harping on us watching uh, Arya, the animation, the entire Arya series. And the one thing that kind of brought up the topic again was when Amanchi was airing, and we, of course, knew that it was the same creator. And the thing that I kind of joked about was the one thing I didn't like about Amanchu was that I hated the Muppet faces. And they did it all the time in Amanchu. And so when it came to when Amanchu ended, everybody was like, go watch Arya now. And it's like, well, is Arya good? And they're like, yeah, it's great. And I'm like, but I didn't really particularly really like Amanchu. Amanchu wasn't a show that I was completely invested in. And the one thing that really killed a lot was the pup- Muppet faces. And so they're like, well, it's the same creator, so you're going to get the same Muppet faces. And I'm like, I don't remember it much when I watched Arya in the back of the day. And it didn't, or at least I didn't know that it bothered me. So I didn't think it actually existed that much. And so I went back and... <laughs> and uh, so when we were watching this, I noticed it every now and then. Especially whenever there was like a, you know, a eh moment or a, a, a puzzled face or, or stuff like that. Or a, a jokey moment. They would pop into it and pop back out. Amanchu bugged me because you had basically the side character, I forget what her name is, the entire show she was Muppet Face. It was rare that she was ever normal faced. And for those that don't know what Muppet Face is, basically circle character face or head and then having like this wide gaping mouth, just like a puppet, like a Muppet. And <laughs> I seen it and it didn't bug me with the show. And I'm like, cool, so it's not as bad as they were making it out to be. The only point in this entire series with this, this 13 episodes that it did bug me was the Alice and Athena episode where they were uh, Akari stayed the night over with, with them at their company. Orange Company, I think it was the Orange Company. Hmm, I think it was probably. I think so. But Alice, for some reason in that episode, like 75% of the time was Muppet scrunched up form Muppet face, especially like when they were in bed and they had the whole moment with the the dog in the other room and she's doing like the rock, paper, scissors thing, which was kind of cute. I like the whole your left hand thing is useless aspect they added that that particular episode. The the unsung hero, the, the hero from the shadows, she mm-hmm. put it as <laughs> the hard worker from the shadow. I forget how she put it. Uh, yeah, she's just like sit there with that face and I'm like, oh, wow, it's finally bugging me. <laughs> it's it's funny because um, the 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 Muppet face, if you want to call it that, um, it doesn't. It's never really bothered me. It, the funny thing is, is the the more like when I seen it in this, the only thing I was thinking was, "Dang, this is gonna bother Andrew." <laughs> <laughs> it's like me whenever we watch horror shows. Oh crap! Chris is it's late. Chris, <laughs> somebody's getting brutally murdered right now. This is not gonna go well. I guess I'm watching this show alone. But now it it only bothered me with. Amanchu, and it technically only bothered me with that particular case with Alice is because I love this creator's artwork. Beautiful artwork. Like I was talking earlier about the whole, uh, the atmosphere and the architecture and just the world they're in is a very beautiful world, and they beautifully portray it in this, this particular series. And again, one of the things that I loved back in the day when I, every time I seen an Aria, you know, wallpaper artwork, I grabbed it and I had it on my desktop even though i didn't watch the entire series and it was the same well, with the character designs i love their outfits i love the very long design. slender beautiful yeah. character which is something they did with again with the manchu with it, their with their school right. outfits but and 
and maybe that's the main reason why they they don't particularly maybe it's it's a design choice maybe it's it's more because they don't want to for a lack of a better term uh destroy the character image by use making them overly exaggeratedly goofy and so it's just easier to just make these goofy scrunch faces to make them look funny yeah i'm sure it was in the original manga as well so i'd like I said, I think that's just a characteristic of the creator. Even though they did technically have a lot of staff members from Arya make a Manchu as well. Uh, I, I think the director was the same. Um, but like I said, it, it, it I think it only really bothers me because I love his this creator's character designs. They're very beautiful. They're very unique in their own right. Uh, their characteristics are very unique to, between them. Yes, like I said earlier... You can make an argument that their kind of catchphrases are a little bit old. Alicia always says, ara, ara, ma, ma. And then you have Akari is always doing the hue and all that kind of stuff. And then you have Aika always does the no sappy lines. Uh, Alice, I, she technically broke from that really quickly, but she had the whole uh, you're bugging me kind of attitude. But even still, it, it, it never really bothered me just because the show is very relaxing. It is very kind of laid back. And it's it's kind of a show that I think works great right now for me. And I, I think that that's a good point to make. And it's not a really criticism of the show. It's just kind of a criticism of the mindset that you go into this show. This show is a show to relax and enjoy and sit back and be immersed and enjoy the experience with them. It's not a show to go into looking for a deep and, you know, grossing story, death and survival drama. It might get, like I said, it might get more drama heavy later. I doubt it because this is kind of seems a formula of Amano, the, the creator, but it's a show that you really have to have this expectation going into it. And I think if you have that expectation or you have a desire to kind of relax, like I do right now, it's perfect. It is a perfect show for somebody that just wants to kind of unwind and like we say, Yashike, relax, enjoy kind of thing. So any further words? No, I think it was a great show and I highly recommend it. Yep. And we're looking forward to uh, the other seasons that they come out. We'll, we'll review them as they kind of release and uh, give you guys our perspective on them. So I'm going to steal the Blu-ray and just put it on and just let it run. There you go. We've got two copies of it. Might as well have the other one to throw in your room or something. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, that's, again, a review for Aria, the animation. Again, thanks, uh, Nozomi Entertainment, right stuff, for sending us a copy, even though technically, like I said, we didn't technically need it, but uh, uh, because we did back it, and that was kind of the, that was a thing with the backing of the Kickstarter, and I think I mentioned this back when the Kickstarter actually happened, was I just knew it was a show that I needed to back. One, because I thought right stuff had the right mindset going into it. They had a good team behind them that has done other works that were incredibly well done for a Kickstarter, so I trusted them. And it was a series that, based off of, like I said, I've watched some of it. I haven't watched all of it. It was a series that, based off just the community itself, I knew it was something special. So I knew I had to back it, and I'm glad I did because it it turned out great. It looks as good as I can think a, a, a remastering for HD can be from a show in the 2000s area, early 2000s, which was... Yeah, some didn't do well in that the early stage because some were digipaint. I don't think this one particularly was because of how well it kind of cleaned up. I, I imagine it wasn't. But um, it's an era that I think deserves to be kind of refreshed. And um, I'm glad they did it. So 
Again, we're at TakuSpirit.com. You can go there for our anime new and old. Great community in the form links at the top. Social media links on the right side and all that good stuff. We hope you guys enjoyed this review of the first season of Arya, the animation. And y'all take care. Oos. Oh,